Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. Tom Hauser has hung around here for at least the early part of Sports Talk, so... uh, is Channel 5 now taking a look at Town Ball, too? Uh, all of a sudden, Town Ball's the hot deal. Uh, we got uh, a friend of ours who's uh, thinking of, try- of trying to get a documentary started on it. Uh, I won't I won't uh, say anything about that. But, Is that uh, Jim's deal? Uh, Sorry. Now, a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of Town Ball stuff all of a sudden. Who did I... Uh, Somebody the other day had a... Was it? Well, Fox 9 did a series of them this summer. That's right. Okay, I heard that, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, they've been going out on, like, Fridays, like we're doing our mm-hmm. backyard barbecues. They've okay. been going out to the... Uh, Little town But balls. as I was telling the Reavers last week, uh, Chris, when I ran into you in the lunchroom, I said, hey, I finally got to a town ball game because uh-huh. I've been a huge baseball fan all my life. And so I went to the Chanhassen Redbirds yes. Victoria Vicks game, mm-hmm. and it was very entertaining. Yeah. And you know, especially after coming straight from a Twins game at Target Field, to go to a place where cheeseburgers were three dollars <laughs> and very good, I might add. Yes, and the beers were like two dollars, maybe two, and a, half, two, uh, two yeah. and a half, whatever it was, and then popcorn for like yes. seventy-five cents. I thought I, I've gone to baseball in nineteen sixty-five. Where uh, I was in uh, Hamburg the other uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had mm-hmm. to go out there and check back in with the Melroy guys before I got myself into that mess, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think the beer was two bucks. Yeah, I think the beer was, was two bucks. Might have been, and uh, a burger was three. Yeah, that was. Well, about and it, it was just it was so laid back, and the mayor of Chanhassen is the public address announcer, and it's just all very. There's a lot of parents of kids who used to play high school baseball. They're now playing town ball. And, you know, you know, there's some in South Dakota, there's some in Wisconsin, but it's very unique. For uh, we have more town ball teams than any state in the union really for our size over 300 now these players who are playing town ball patrick who are they do any of them have aspirations to get a, a, a scholarship to play no, baseball some of, them are, some of them are college kids home for the summer and uh some of them just got out of college a lot of them are high school kids that play both you know a smaller towns you get the kids playing legion ball two legion ball games a week and two town ball games a week they're playing four games a week these smaller towns so well if, if what's what's your nucleus of your fairboat team uh about the same what you described we've got a few kids that are you know still in college that are home for the summer a couple of our guys just graduated and then 
a couple of our older guys and then 40-year-old radio guys that can't give up the dream. Oh, I mean, yeah. it, 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 it really runs the gamut, but Pat's right. It's, it's, you, you played it growing up, you know, played Legion Ball, all of those things, and then you just want to stay connected to, to the you game. Know, you know how every, everybody that gets married has a secret that they have to tell the wife to tell her beforehand before they go, she goes through with it, right? Oh, I don't think my wife whatever, was aware of that rule, whatever, but I'm glad she whatever, wasn't. Whatever secrets you might have, you know, women's clothes, whatever they are. Right, right. You got to Why did he look at me when he said that? If, look if, at you're a, if you're a town ball player, yep. you have to get, you got to say, okay, honey, here's the deal. This is me. Uh, April 20th to Labor Day, we're going to town ball games. And then, then you know the rest of the year is fine. I mean, it's uh, uh, a lot of the guys I know who've, who are lifers have uh, been through a wife or two. When <laughs> I uh, Tom to 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 kind of add on to Patrick's point, when when me and the missus met, I would have held up to a baseball and a football, and she would not have known the difference between <laughs> the two. But she she grew into it, and she really got attached to it just because of going to our games and whatnot. But then when it came time to set the date. I said, can't be before Labor Day. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think the equivalent for me would be that the secret, I guess, that my wife learned before we got married early on was my extensive baseball card collection, <laughs> well, hey, which I still yeah, have. That might, and be, we, and that we might be her inheritance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe all she gets. We move it from place to place to place, and, and, it's, and, it, and it goes even beyond that. I collect stuff from the 1965 World Series between the Twins and the Dodgers, and whenever I go to like a sports collector show or mm-hmm. Twins Fest, if I see something, I mean, I buy this obscure stuff, and she just shakes her head. Tom, Stearns County. Up there now, it's a big county. Twenty-nine town teams in that county, really, uh, including ten of them in the Stearns County League, uh, which is had eight of the same ten teams since the fifties, and then they added a cup. They had expansion in the sixties, and the expansion fee was a case of beer for the board of directors. You know, each of the <laughs> they had to bring a case of beer to the next meeting uh, to get into the expansion league. Expansion fee. That was the expansion fee. But I went up there and did a piece last year, and they have on, I think it's Highway 4, uh, State Road 4, there's an 11-mile stretch that they got four town teams, and the, the, t- the population ranges from 42 to 202. Wow. Uh, and uh, three of the towns... And one of them's got 109, one's got 80, and one's got 42, and then there's this booming burger 200 that, uh, that's got them. And I mean, that's how these towns sustain themselves, because the farmers don't have 11 kids anymore, Yeah, but uh, somehow they manage to sustain themselves. And, and so is is there a, a real franchise fee? I mean, how do you get a team, like say a, no, a, a, no. a little town wants teams, to start a team? I mean, teams to some degree come and go, but mm-hmm. they, they don't come and go that often. But What you really need is you need a couple of guys that are dedicated that, you know, either pay for some of the equipment or sometimes you get a sponsor that uh, that is willing to foot some of that bill but you know you you get a, you it, it's almost like a tiny little business tom where you've got to go out and raise raise some funds you got to have a couple but, of fundraisers the, throughout a, the year a big a big boost to town team baseball in the the 70s it was dying and a big boost became uh, charitable gambling they could yep. uh, they could two bars in town would make the town oh, team the charity and they built nicer ballparks. They paid the bills, and they all, you know, they all. It 
it, it was folding all over the place, but it it's it's made a big comeback. And now, but New Prague just spent nine hundred thousand on their ballpark. Now it's a high school mm-hmm. field too. You told me Waconia's got this beautiful ballpark, mm-hmm. but you got to get out and these old. These old, well-maintained ballparks like Fargo's, Fairfax is one of my favorites. It's got, like, limestone and stuff. And I forget, what was the one that burned down? Um, That was uh, our guys at uh, Tank. We were supposed to go down there and do a show, but they don't have the grandstand built yet, right? They had the slow winter because of the the long winter season. And that's where they play town ball at that stadium, right? Yeah, town ball, Legion ball, high school ball. Yeah. What you got to do is you got to have, if it's municipal-owned, they gotta approve selling beer. This is yeah. the cake thing. If you don't, if you can't sell beer, you can't make it. Yeah. And Chris, when you were running the Chanhassen team, you you kind of made that clear. The to them. first uh, the first part of that, you know, and they were it was you know, they were they were very new at it. They really didn't have much experience, but they had a lot of passionate people that were behind it. And because the the, the Redbirds play on school grounds at the high school, at first they weren't going to be able to sell beer. And I said, "Folks, I got news for you. Not gonna we don't it. sell beer. We're not going to make it." <laughs> well, I was looking back at some stuff I wrote before I did the Milroy story, and I ran across a quote from. Ten years ago, where I asked somebody, "Hey, you got a pretty good crowd today?" He says, "180 cases." <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I mean, I'll, was, well, I'll tell you, I've, I've become an ambassador for town ball in my neighborhood. I've got some neighbors who have little yeah, kids. Oh, and I said, fun. "Take your kids out there. It is incredible. Kids are free for the most part. Really young kids. They can come in. They, you don't have to stay for the whole game if you don't want to. But they chase you, foul balls. You want to go spend an yeah. all American afternoon, Tom? Yeah, on a last Sunday. year, we opened up the state tournament playing against the Gibbon Reds." And Dana Kicker sent Pat and me an email and said, I hope, this, is, this was being played in Green Isle, and he says, I hope the Green Isle boys have stocked up on beer. In Gibbons, uh, the, in their region championship game, they ran out of beer twice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, you got to drink the beer. Uh, one of the greatest characters ever in the history of town ball is a guy named J- Joe Driscoll, who became become a good friend of mine. One of the craziest guys ever, but a fantastic Ba- you know, baseball player who who played on various locations. Sure. You know, one time his legal address was a treehouse at the coaches. But anyway, <laughs> you know, you got to have. It. But Joe, I was doing a piece on his retirement at age fifty, and his brother, he just got married to a gal he'd been dating for twenty years, and 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 uh, his brother said the only reason she married him was we charged girlfriends a buck and a half for beer and wives a buck. She wanted to say. <laughs> He wanted to save 50 cents. So that's the, it's the attitude that makes it wonderful. As too. four married guys here, aren't we all just one step away from having a treehouse beyond home address? <laughs> yes. Isn't that yep. on any yep. given day? Well, Patrick, lo- thanks for letting me uh, usurp some of your time here to talk a little town ball. No because problem. I was, I was smitten by it. I thought it was so much fun yeah. to go out and there. Well, and just, what are you, about two minutes from Redbird Stadium? you oh, got to yes. make it more often. Get a little yeah. farther. Uh, drive out no, to yeah, I go out and see Maple I Lake, get, places like that or I want to get out and see, I want something that takes a two-lane highway to get there and, the, okay. and then the ballpark is right that's there's, what I want to go there's plenty of those all right Tommy sure all right, all right thanks, we're gonna, uh, thanks take a break on sports talk and then Tom's gonna come back and we're gonna talk Donald Trump when we come back <laughs> Pat, I got a question for you. I am ready, sir. Where um, next year, can you think we can rent that same house in Cooperstown <laughs> that we rented 
when Why, we went are with, you that interested in seeing Jason Stark uh, get inducted? <laughs> that, uh, I mean, he's a nice contributor to the station, but I don't think we'll go out there. Uh, what's you the spank what award? We are? Fodder. We're fodder. <laughs> just fodder. We're fodder? Yeah, just fodder. <laughs> I'm going to vote for Jason. What no, you're going to vote for yourself. <laughs> Yeah, God, I have no interest. Honest to God, it's stupid. I told them not to to, to withdraw it, not to have it on the list, and they, I don't know, Lavelle just agitate me, got me nominated. Well, again. that's that's the reason you have to fully embrace it then, because well, if you if you deny it, we then embraced he gets it last year, and I finished third in the field of three. Now, without a candidate as strong as Jason Stark, did Lavelle nominate you a to agitate, but also to be work out a free work related trip? To Cooperstown, too? Well, who's going to uh-huh. go in next year? Nobody of... Uh, he's out there. Because he'll be going up for... Going, going I don't for know Jack? if he's going for Jack or if uh, Phil Miller's going. I don't know who's going for okay. Jack. Somebody's going for Jack. Because Molitor's going out, right? He's taking yeah, a couple Molitor's days away. taking the one day off. One they're day out. Off. They're in Boston. He's just okay. taking one day off. So. Got it. But, yeah, I think that's good. I think they should let all the St. Paul boys be up there on the <laughs> podium together. That is really a, a a trip I recommend, not only for dads and boys, but for entire families, because there's enough to do where you're not overwhelmed by baseball. Yeah. Just don't stay too long. Yeah, it's great. It is uh, A couple fantastic. of nights and get out of there. Just uh, what you got to do is if you go stay there once, and you stay in a little house up on a back on a yeah. distant road with a yeah. big gravel okay. parking lot yep. next to it and a barn across the street. What's the key? Don't think that's the only one. There might be, there might be another one just like it. That's, uh, that's right. This is the one where you went is, to that house. I went to the one. I went back to our house. Yes. Except that wasn't the house I was supposed you to had, be going. You I, had I've been there. showered, used the facilities, <laughs> made a sandwich, no, told him there's a little no. plumbing problem upstairs <laughs> in the bathtub and might want to take care of. No, fortunately, <sighs> I when I relieved myself, it wasn't in a strong and overwhelming fashion. You weren't like God, the ad God, we run. I, I could have You're not like it. the ad. Yeah, yeah. you're number like three. Was that a number three? I could have. Uh, <laughs> I could have done it out behind the house, behind a tree, you know. Because I just. But who are you? But, but I was probably only twenty minutes away from really relaxing when I realized. He's settling in. He's settling robe, in. silk robe, lotion, scratch, sitting right. on the couch, scratching, <laughs> semi bare rear end. With your leg up on the couch, going, "Hey, I'm in here. I'm in here." Oh yeah, it oh. was. Uh, that was. Uh, Oh my! God. I, made, I made the uh, misfortune of telling my colleagues. Oh, oh my God! Uh, Ringlesby and the guys. This was on Friday night, right? Yeah. And by Saturday night, when they had the reception, everyone in baseball knew about me trying to move into the wrong house, <laughs> including the commissioner who came over and gave me a hard, hard time. They thought it was the funniest thing of all time. Oh. Luck, fortunately, in fact, no. I saw those those people were at the reception. There are three. It was they were inducting the last class of from the Negro Leagues, so okay. it was a huge group going in that year, right? Including uh, organizers, developers, okay. owners, pioneers, and lot, most of them were black. But some of them, the, the athletes were black, but the, a lot of the organizers going in sure. were white, right. you know, right. and the family that was 
in the house that I was in was white. They were a family from somewhere on the East Coast, and they were they were all in their sixties. And there was, you know, they were the the old man was long dead, right? That was the organizer. But there were like three groups of maybe seven eight people, and <laughs> just where I'm leaving, just where I realize. There's no computers here. There's no... This doesn't look like the, no, a hotbed of press no, activity. No, it does not seem like a sports writer's center. And I'm walking down the steps and the three cars come pulling up. And I, and I go... Please don't shoot. I go, don't use the lower restroom. <laughs> I, go, I go, there's an explanation for this. Now remind me, how did you get in? Because you had stayed in the house open. before. Nobody locks the door. Nobody, oh, okay. Nobody. It was a door. It was open. I just walked in. And it looked... I used some of the lotion on the bottom. The cell. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, it, it, it was comfy. I'd been there before. Right. You knew where you yeah, were. That was great. What, even I was, was trying to decide what re, what uh, bedroom to take. And, uh, and hey, Goldilocks, uh, you're well, out of here. The funny thing is, they, kind of, they said, oh, you can stay here. We got, extra we got plenty of room. I said, eh, I think I better go look for the people I'm actually supposed oh, to be staying Oh, my God. That is such a great story. Yeah, right uh, right there. It was. <sighs> uh, we had a good old time, even though it was steamy when we were out there, though. What was the first it's year you went? Was the first year you well, went? These guys all went with Puck. I went with, uh, I went for uh, Rodney. And, okay. Uh, I, can't, I didn't go for... Uh, what, 92? Who went in in 92? Because uh, Joe went for me because I was in Barcelona at the Olympics. Because that would have been Rodney. Because didn't oh, Rodney retire in 87? Yeah, I guess I missed Rodney. I was there for Harmon. Okay. I guess. And I, uh, I'd i been there before, but uh, I, I was not there for... Uh, uh, 92. Was that Tom Rodney? Seaver, Raleigh Fingers, Orlando Cepeda, Tony Perez... Well, that's the I guess that's the balloting. So that's the balloting. 90, 91 who ballot. made it. Must have been Rodney. It that had, had to be Rodney. Rodney. Yeah, because yeah. I was in Barcelona. I was the national president, and they you always speak at the mm-hmm. at the thing. But I had to go to Barcelona. So, so Joe sent, had to do it. I sent Such and I think Such went ninety one. Ninety one was Rodney. Such went to write it. That's it. Such okay. went to write it for the uh, St. Paul paper. I, okay. I can't remember. Carew, Gaylord Perry, and Fergie Jenkins okay. were ninety one. Okay, I sent somebody in ninety two. I can't remember to fill in for me. Look, somebody filled in for me. I okay. can't remember who it was, but I missed Rodney. And I now I know now I know. I got Ringlesby. I sent Ringlesby to speak for me, but. Joe covered it for the St. Paul paper. Okay. He covered Rodney out there, 92, yes. And then you guys all went out in 01. Yes, and I was there uh, another time, too. Who? Well, Winnie and Puck. In 01, Winnie sure. Winnie and yeah. Puck, yeah, Winnie and Puck. That was, that was 01. That's when we Yeah, that's when we together. went out. Yeah. Then I went out for Ringlesby when I went in the wrong, when I moved into the wrong house. That was, <laughs> oh, that that was, was when I went out for <laughs> Ringlesby. All right, we'll be back. And we've got Frank Miller, pinch hitting for Mr. Bruce Vale with the Your Money Now report. Comes to us courtesy of Owatonna's own Federated Insurance. Good afternoon, Frank. Well, stocks finishing the day with some modest gains. The Dow, NASDAQ, and S&P all seeing some strength on the day. Stocks rebounded after Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell testified on Capitol Hill today. He said that economic growth in the second quarter was considerably stronger than the first. And he said the Fed believes the best way forward is to keep gradually raising interest rates. Traders mostly shrugging off some economic reports today. The National Association of Home Builders said that home builder confidence held steady in July. Meanwhile, the Federal Reserve said industrial production increased in line with estimates in June, and that was thanks to a rebound in auto production. 
Shares of Netflix in focus today. Shares dropped around 5% after the company revealed that it added fewer than expected subscribers last quarter. They got $1 million less than they were expecting. And you've got a few hours left to head over to the local IHOP, or IHOB as it were. They're offering a short stack of pancakes for just 60 cents today in order to celebrate their 60th birthday. That's being offered from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. at participating restaurants. You might want to check ahead. The offer limited to one short stack per person and is for dine-in guests only. Remember, last month was a bit of a brouhaha after IHOP temporarily changed its name to IHOB with a B to promote their new burgers. However, the company said, just kidding, it was just a ruse. It was all a publicity stunt to promote their hamburger menu. And guess what? I guess it kind of worked, although I still haven't tried one yet. Anyway, I'm Frank Miller with Your Money Now, 1500 ESPN. Now, here's Kenny Solman Olson. Okay, thank you, Short Stack. Uh, we'll check traffic here, and this report sponsored by Indeed. We'll start between the downtowns. Westbound 94 at 15 minutes, eastbound between uh, turning a 13-minute lap. Southbound 35E getting a little busy here along the foolhardy practice freeway, 14 minutes each way, 494 to 94. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in a... John Hyde with a sports update. Thank you, Patrick. Sunny, we're up to 80 degrees. All-Star Game is tonight, and you will hear it right here, of course, 7 o'clock tonight on 1500 ESPN. Twins have one representative on the American League squad, and that would be pitcher Jose Barrios. And uh, it was raining like Hades there about an hour ago, but I looked at the forecast, and they said it would be clear by, uh, or it would stop raining by 5 o'clock there, and then it looks like partly cloudy tonight, so they should be able to play. Perfect. Uh, Miguel Sano, by the way, has left the Class A Fort Myers Miracle, where he was sent last month to return to the Dominican Republic because of an illness in his family. He should return in a few days. He's played so far in 19 games for the Miracle. He's hitting 328 with two home runs. And uh, apparently has lost a couple of pounds. Somebody that's, told me that's that... Good. Uh, Somebody told me the first two days he was there, they told him he had to lose weight. And the first two days he was there, he lost seven pounds. And they said, okay, Miguel, you can still eat. You know, just... <laughs> News notes from today. President Donald Trump today said he accepted the U.S. intelligence agency's conclusions on Russia meddling. He said he meant the opposite yesterday when he said oh. in Helsinki, oh, okay. he doesn't see. Now, he said he misspoke. He said yesterday, if you remember, he said he doesn't see why Russia would have interfered in the 2016 U.S. elections. Mm-hmm. Well, today, back at the White House, he told reporters what he meant to say was he doesn't see why Russia wouldn't be responsible. Oh, okay. So he said would so he yesterday. So he meant to use a double negative. Is Correct. that what we're saying? He meant yes. to use a double negative? Exactly. Yeah. He also said he... See, again, he said he might be a triple agent. He's really <laughs> infiltrated. There's uh, lots of layers. Here's my question. Uh, all of these things that he said were repeated and defended on two Fox News yeah. uh, interviews of somewhat, of some length that he did after the press conference. Mm-hmm. How how did he still think that he had misspoke? Yeah, I, I, he said dur- today during the little, uh, it wasn't even a back and forth. He just spoke. Uh, he had a script that he was reading from, and at times he'd look up and ad lib. Uh, but he said he couldn't figure out what the fuss was about, so he went back this morning and read the transcript. And that's when he noticed. He, whoops, I he said did. would, oh, now okay. wouldn't. Right. And he, but he so. did not 
feel that there were any need to clarify this when the two Fox interviews were being conducted and repeating what he'd said. I think him. we all, the, the, a lot of us have the right to get up on our high horse because we have never misspoke, <laughs> ever. Right. Uh, do, you, do you seriously think he misspoke? Uh, even even I, after he had two, I'm interviews. at the point where I'll believe anything. I'm just, you know, shovel it in. I'm, I'm going to chow it. Wow! Yikes! Uh, I I think perhaps he decided uh, decided that he'd misspoke after all the Republicans stormed over to the White House and said, "You know what you're doing to us here, Donald? You're killing, you're you're killing us." us. He also, uh, now today, during it got a little confusing when he spoke to reporters. As I said, he had a script. Yeah. Uh, what he read from the script, uh, he said, uh, yeah, Russia interfered in the election. He agrees with that conclusion. He then looked up and off the cuff said, it could have been other people that meddled too. Mm-hmm. Although that's already been Like said. the crew from Scooby-Doo, the meddling kids? <laughs> yeah, it's already been uh, said by intelligence agencies that that didn't happen, mm-hmm. that it was just the Russians, so... Uh, it, it was oh, well. It was as confusing as yesterday. The forty percent that love him are still yep. going to love him. Exactly. Gonna make Damn any it. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? <laughs> For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, she will read. <laughs> that was the problem. There you go. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, Special Counsel Robert Mueller's team today asked Judge T.S. Ellis in Virginia to grant immunity to and protect the identities of five individuals who are set to testify against former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort. Mueller's team says that identifying the individuals was a result in the risk of their undue harassment. The filing also notes that there's a concern that the witnesses' invocation of their privilege against self-incrimination and the court's subsequent grant of immunity could lead to reputation harm for the witness. Prosecutors for the special counsel note that the five individuals in question are third parties who have not yet been charged in the matter and who have not been identified publicly with the case. University of St. Thomas and the McAllister Groveland Community Council have canceled the St. Paul City Council candidate form scheduled for tomorrow night after candidate David uh, Martinez said he plans to stay in the race despite his recent arrests and calls for him to drop out. Doug Hennis, vice president for government relations at the U, said given the circumstances and what's transpired with the race over the course of the past week, we've decided to cancel the candidate form. The 38-year-old Martinez is running against Shirley Erstad and Mitra Jalili Nelson in a special election in the 4th Ward seat. Despite having no political experience and being the least known candidate in the otherwise quiet race, he's shaken up the campaign and drawn attention away from issues facing the city and the ward. Uh, If you've missed it in the last couple weeks, he was banned from the library. He was banned from Target Field. Which was an interesting one. Yes. Now he's in jail. Yeah, well, then he shared a, a risque photo of his uh, ex-wife. Correct. Right Revenge is. porn. Or the yes. yeah. Yeah. And that's what he's I don't know if she's with. not, she's a estranged wife, not ex-wife. A estranged right? wife, yes. correct. Yep. The Crystal Police Department thinks a skimming machine may have been used on a bank ATM after several reports of debit card fraud. In a Facebook post, the department said it thinks the device was used June 8th, 9th, 28th, and 29th at the TCF Bank on Bass Lake Road. How's that work, Johnny? Uh, they put a little thing on there that reads numbers and gives the numbers to the bad guys so that you can... Where where do they put it? Do they have to break into the machine? I don't think so. I think it just goes right on the outside. They also do it at gas station. I was going to say, it goes on where the cards swipe, uh, where the reader is swiped. How do I know if it's in there or not? You You don't. don't. Mm -hmm. So we just got to trust our fellow man. Well, honestly, that's why I don't use pay at the pump ever. You and such? Oh, yeah. 
I never because they're they're like I'm the number taking one. A stand. No, 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 no. Oh, it's man. the number one place where people get their cards ripped off is pay what at the pop machines. You groveling sycophant. Plus, I gotta go <laughs> in and get God. my diet Pepsi. Leave Just me alone. Is he, has he replaced me uh, as a groveling sycophant? Getting oh wow, Chris, Chris. <laughs> Chris. But then there's those stickers that say yeah, this was a, just checked. What, a, what an odd thing not to want to get ripped <laughs> off. Wow. You're what a dummy. Odds? Why is that bad? Chris, Chris is he's was, like that uh, because he told me once, I don't remember what it was, but it was an online thing, and he told me I was an idiot for putting my number on there. You are. Okay. See? Here's so, the deal. You know, here's the deal. I will steal your phone number and call how you. How many little uh, <laughs> slots at gas stations in the Twin Cities are there? Oh, 100,000? Yeah, 100,000. Yeah. What are the odds? What are the odds? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Right. It's You're kind of willing to roll the dice. Yes, it's like the plane. With yeah. the little, Who wants to go? Dead door handle on it. Let's go. Come on, Christopher. No <laughs> matter how, how, no matter how much you worship him or emulate him or do what he tells you to do, he's still not going to like you. So just go your own I'm way, still man. Still the sycophant. Right. I'm still the sycophant. He's still only going to worry about himself. Be so your own man, Chris <laughs> Reavers. All right. Ten biggest credit card scams. Oh, Number one with a bullet is. <sighs> Pay at the pump. You, yeah, guys, you know what? That's fine. That's I'm with Racy. What are the chances? <laughs> <It's> right. <laughs> a 71 year old woman suffered serious head injuries after tussling with a black bear in a New Hampshire home early Tuesday. <laughs> in her home? Like in a boxing well, match? It, Put gets, up. it gets worse. Uh, okay. New Hampshire fish and game officials uh, say the bear somehow got inside the home about 1.15 this morning. The house located in Groton, located in the central part of New Hampshire, the woman, identified as April Rogers, came face-to-face with the animal, sustained serious facial and head lacerations. Here's the problem for April. Uh, at the time of the attack, uh, she was in a wheelchair. Oh, the, bear, the bear attacked Whoa. her in a wheelchair. So if she would have been on uh, her own hind legs, she probably would have kicked that bear's <laughs> ass. <laughs> John, do you have the Grand, the, uh, grand Forks uh, bear story? Well, I don't have it. Let's go know. back to April. Why did... Did he unlock a door well, authorities, or barge in or what? Authorities think the bear became trapped inside the home, getting in somehow, they're not sure how, and panicked while trying to escape. Well, of course he panicked. And the homeowner walked in just at that time. Oh, so she, she, uh, rolled, rolled in. she rolled in. Jeremy. And he said, <laughs> the bear said, I only went to the bathroom on the main floor. There's a misunderstanding and an explanation. <laughs> You know get, what? The bears are. We we got to do something, man. We got to start shooting them on sight. Well, bears, a, geese. a couple of right in. Didn't you shoot a couple of them uh, or one of them a week or two ago while I was away? It Fletcher's. Made, it made the news. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. shot a bear there, and then yesterday there was a bear in a tree in Grand Forks, Grand Forks and yeah. uh, they did everything they could do. They found a tranquilizer. They shot it. Uh, it fell asleep. They brought it down. Turns out there was too much dope in the tranquilizer, and uh, they had to euthanize the bear. No. No. Why? My question is, why can't we just leave them alone? Oh, well, they're just—they're well, well, bears being bears, and they're not—they're black bears. They're not going to go after humans. Just leave them alone. Keep your distance. Let them well, amble when they start out of town. Walking in your house, then it's time to have. If it's time to, plus they'll steal your credit think, card information. If, <laughs> if a bear is in your house, the same way a, a predator or, or a uh, violent criminal is in your house, you get to kill it. Okay. Um, but if it's in a tree in your backyard, just let it be. Mm-hmm. Wasn't okay. there a bear phone right outside that white bear dealership? Uh, right in the woods. <laughs> That's a big bear. That is a big bear. White one too. You big, don't see many yeah, white ones around white here. Bear. Famous albino bear. Yeah. Well, no, all hell is broken loose with the environment when we start having polar bears walking around the street <laughs> when they get down here.
One requirement for that sports writer, a sports broadcaster idol contest. Uh huh. Second around is that gonna? Somebody said seven to eight a.m. on Saturdays. Sundays. 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 You got to be an early riser, man. Hey, right? If you want to be in it, you got to get yeah, after it. it. Right. Get fast. That's right. Sports, but if it's good, we'll probably move you up to a more uh, choice time. Let's right? face it; none of them are going to be good. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> can't say that. Most of the people already getting paid to do the job suck. Good Lord. We're going to pull somebody off the street. And by the way, if you've graduated... You know what? I should put a check, my own money, and since I'm shooting my m- mouth off, if somebody is actually good, I should write them a check yes, just right. because yeah. they proved me wrong. You know what? If you, but if you're a graduate of Brown, you're ineligible, right? We can't have any. We can't pros, have any. any we pros. Can't have any pros. Tr- you can trust Rook and I. Brown does not make you. I did some time in Devil's Lake. I'm ready for the big time. Is it ready for me? There's a reason this Brown grad is still doing traffic. <laughs> still producing after 27 years over here. Uh, You've yeah. been here 27 years? Yeah. Holy yeah, it makes you kind of. Yeah, it does. You see all those urchins I had running around mm-hmm, the crow? Mm-hmm. They've grown up fast, haven't they? Yes, they have. I would have yeah. had more years, but, uh, you know. I hadn't <laughs> seen Sophia in a long time. She's skinny. How the hell could she be such a thug in hockey? She is uh, fast and she's solid muscle. And she but must she like to 20 hit people pounds. with sticks. Huh? Yeah, she okay. does. She's feisty. Okay. Uh, pick up basketball. You know, she games. has good metabolism. She has good metabolism. <laughs> oh, really? Pick up basketball games. If you've played them, of course, they can get a little rough now. Sure. And they get pushed around a little bit. It's part of the game. Well, cops from Virginia responded to a pickup basketball game late Monday at an L.A. fitness gym in Sterling after a player fell to the floor from an aggressive screen and got up and called police. What? Oh, really? Yeah. Just that was it? Yep. There wasn't fisticuffs or anything? No. Nope. He was fouled. Yeah. Witness tweeted, Today, for the first time in my life, I experienced someone call the police because they got fouled hard in basketball. <laughs> uh, everyone at the gym and the dude in the black with his hands folded falls from a hard pick. He gets up, tells everyone he's going to call the police, and walks out, leaving everyone who is playing confused. Uh-huh. The witness who later. He'll, uh, he's not going to get picked no. the next time. No. Yeah. The witness, who called himself Aaron, told the local TV station he thought the un- unidentified man was joking. But the man was serious and marched his way to the front desk, <laughs> asked to use the phone, wow. called police. When police uh, came, Aaron said police looked at him and said, why are you wasting our time? Uh-huh. Managers at the gym confirmed the incident and response by police. Video footage is not available since the gym's basketball courts don't have video surveillance. The other pickup players simply returned to the game after the So incident. we don't know if he was taking a dive or not. Mm-hmm. No, we don't know anything. Well, it's a must. It was be a hard some, thing, yeah. some guy who. Uh, it yeah. is a funny those those. Uh, <clears throat> back in the day in the seventies, Don McMahon was the Twins pitching coach, uh-huh. and also loved to play noontime hoops. So he'd get a bunch of us to play noontime hoops, and we played in some interesting places. The downtown Detroit YMCA. That'll. Oh yeah, yeah oh, boy. That'll, that'll That's bold. Did you guys mm-hmm. win? No, <laughs> they never fouled once. We did. They win. never fouled once. We didn't win. They they might push you into a wall and you'd say, "Hey, uh, good defense there, buddy. <laughs> good defense, Willie." You play shirts or skins? <laughs> I always had to be on the shirts. <laughs> In Georgia, an inmate at Ackworth Prison promised ten thousand dollars and two Atlanta Hawks tickets to anyone who would kill his ex-wife and her wow. boyfriend. <laughs> oh. 
Word got How around. How do you do that. this now? Is that <laughs> offer still available? <laughs> Word got around quickly, according to an FBI informant. 29-year-old Michael Lawrence Dane McEarkin was sentenced to 10 years in prison from it this Monday, according to federal documents. McEarkin was in Bardo County Jail in October on drug charges when he started circulating his want to hire a hitman. FBI found out from a confidential informant they had McEarkin to send a $800 down payment to a, pay, a P.O. box. See if he was serious. What was he mad about mama about? What, 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 what was, was his, his problem with the ex? Was, oh, okay. She had a new boyfriend. Apparently. Oh, okay. And she took all that beer. All <laughs> <laughs> I want. all I got. <laughs> McGurkin told the would-be assassin where his ex-wife lived in Smyrna, Georgia, what the best time of day would be to find her, and the name of the barbershop where the current boyfriend worked. McGurkin was indicted on charges in the murder-for-hire plot at the start of the year. He had promised ten grand. And two just two Braves hawks. tickets or Hawks, hawks tickets? Hawks, yeah. yeah. Ten grand and two not, Hawks not tickets. Not season tickets, just... Nope. Boy, oh boy. So they can find you at that specific you a, game. You can get a Hawks ticket on the street for about three bucks each okay. uh, <laughs> without killing somebody. A uh, tough one in Conroe, Texas. A woman there was arrested and accused of biting off a large piece of an acquaintance's nose and then swallowing it. Oh, glad you said nose. Ooh, tough girl. Oh, yucky. 41-year-old Jessica Collins charged with assault bodily injury. The woman whom Collins is accused of attacking told Eyewitness News she's afraid to leave her bedroom. It's where I feel safe, she told the TV station. Well, did she get her nose reattached or not? Oh, she, she, swallowed, she swallowed it. it. Yeah. Oh, man. You know what? That is determination. Mm-hmm. That's determined. Woman says she went out to a bar on Wednesday night of last week with her next door neighbor and Collins, who was temporarily staying with the neighbor. She said they went back to the house after the bar and Collins demanded more alcohol and cigarettes. Well, she then told Collins to leave the property. The woman jumped on her, pulled her to the ground by the hair, and bit off a large piece of the nose. <laughs> oh, wow. man. That'll, that'll, you know, not only will that hurt, that'll hurt your, harm your looks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, having no nose will... Detract that would from sting. Your, uh, detract from your good looks. Woman says she passed out several times, didn't realize her nose was injured until she was in an ambulance. She said, I started calling my husband. I was screaming, I don't have a nose. I'm 28 years old and I don't have a nose anymore. Oh, Doctors told the woman she'll need urgent plastic surgery. She doesn't have health insurance, though. What did we charge the uh, crazy woman with? Hunger. <laughs> what's that? What's that Jane Fonda movie with Lee Marvin where he's got the fake uh, oh, nose? That's Cat, Cat Balloon. Cat Balloon. Cat Balloon. Yeah. Get her funny. one of those gold uh, noses that Lee Marvin wore. One of the funniest movies of all time. Remember when he Cat walks Balloon. in and starts singing "Happy Birthday" to the dead body? <laughs> Happy birthday to me. Well, the me. best was the horse. Remember when he won the Academy Award? He said hello to the horse because they had the ho- the horse leaning up against the side of the building with his legs <laughs> crossed. Right. Yep. Sleeping when they were both passed out. The horse and him, and he said, "I owe this to a horse in San Bernardino Valley." <laughs> Uh, not exactly a relaxing day at the Jersey Shore yesterday afternoon. Uh, apparently taken by a sea breeze, a beach umbrella impaled and injured a 67-year-old woman. Oh, my God. That's bad luck. Impaled where? Uh, in mm-hmm. the foot. Right okay. ankle. Oh. According to the Associated Press, Margaret Reynolds came all the way from London, England to visit Seaside Heights, New Jersey, only to have that right ankle impaled by a blowing beach umbrella. According to the AP, the umbrella pierced her right ankle was driven completely through due to the force of the wind. Wow. Borough Police Chief Tommy Boyd told the Associated Press fire crews used a bolt cutter on the umbrella to free the woman and put her in the ambulance. Authorities have not released further details on her condition, although she was talking. Was this this a rented uh, umbrella or is there somebody in trouble? 
Uh, I don't know. I saw a picture of them working. Mm-hmm. It just looked like a normal beach umbrella. Mm-hmm. So that's all, all right. I can tell you. All right, Johnny. Thank you. You bet. The boxing crowd, a card, uh, August 24th at the Armory. The second ever, our guy Caleb Truex will be on that card. He's be, be fighting a guy uh, from uh, a good Brazil. Match to go to. A guy from Brazil, uh, Fabiano something or other, but is. his nickname is Pitbull. Ooh. You gotta be tough if you're oh, fighting a guy named Pitbull. Going right out after you. Jamal Jones will be on that. Uh, Jamal James, excuse me, the the great young fighter from the Twin Cities will be on that card too. And uh, the one little thing I noted now, last when they had the first card, we had this, the blizzard, the right? snowstorm. Yes, yes. Uh, this time, two two and a half blocks away, we have a Vikings exhibition game with Seattle. So there'll be a little get your parking spot early. That's what I would arrive like early. It'll be That's festive I, though. It'll, yeah, be, oh, festive it'll be festive feel to and it. And the, the Armory's a great boxing venue, man. It's terrific. Uh, the new Armory, you got to check it out. They had a concert. They they were all get they were getting all set up for a lot of post X Games parties. So uh there'll be some wanton youth hanging around in there. So All anyway. right. That's anyway, a- we got that going for us and Jim Cott also Kitty will be on the ride with Royce, 1500 ESPN. It's KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.